podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harriet Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Welcome to episode twenty-five. Oh my god, that's quarter of a way to hundred, that is. Who would have thought we'd ever get there, eh? Well, <laughs> I don't know why you laughed then. No, I don't know. I don't know what that was. Were you thinking something sinister? Yeah, I might have been. Do I just say at the beginning, actually? Because I usually say this at the end. And I think people might trail off towards the end. But, can you please... Leave a rating on um on iTunes because thirty thousand people have listened. People have come to my shows in Edinburgh saying that they listen, and I assume if they've come to my show, they've liked it. But not one person has left a review. What does that mean? It's quite sad. No, Eric, it'd be sad if if like it was one you know if like one person was listening every week, but people are. So that's good. Maybe it's just, there's so many podcasts out there. Maybe it's, I don't even think you need to uh, say anything, you just leave a rating, because apparently it makes things further up the, the, what's it called, the the pecking order? Ah, I was just thought then, what does that mean? But it probably means, if you're a chicken, the order you get your food, they pecked, didn't they? I don't know what that means. What else would it mean? Nothing else. Pets. Well, I mean, all birds peck. I do. Oh, that'd be weird, wouldn't it? Yeah, but that'd only be weird because you don't have a beak. Imagine if one day a chicken just like had teeth and ate a steak. Well, all I've got to go by with in relation to that is. I had my front two teeth done. I think capped, but I'm not totally sure because they were a lot thicker, made them a lot thicker, like the girth of my teeth. And then I went that night. I mean, who organised that? My bloody dad thought it'd be a good idea to all go. No, I no, I think we planned to go for dinner. And then this happened. Well, either way, it wasn't good thinking. Because that night, went out for like a lovely dinner with my brother and his girlfriend and my dad. Fucking hell, it was horrible. It was... Oh, well, the company was great. The dinner was nice. But the, it was just such... The weirdest... It was the weirdest sensation. Because my natural bite... Like, you know your teeth rest and your jaw rests your teeth in a certain place my jaw couldn't rest the teeth in the place because because the place didn't exist anymore because my teeth were fatter because my teeth were previously so thin because of acid erosion you see anyway hello welcome to episode 25 do you know what i mean you'll think bloody hell but i've done a bit of tidying today and put a couple of pictures up who moved here in when did he move there 
a long time ago anyway. And I don't know. I just didn't realise the importance of a picture. Like, I didn't realise, like, what it does to a room. Or I'll put this... I made an error. I got this fucking picture poster thing from Ikea. It's like a graffiti sort of angular patterny thing. And... <coughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. Jesus, the, the loudness of that from looking at the levels of the sounds. I have to edit that out. Jesus. In fact, I'll tell you this though. If you saw my show, in fact, I'll leave that in and I'll tell you this. Because if you saw, saw my show in Edinburgh, you've seen me do stand up recently. I'll tell you this bit that I do. And people might not. People often think, don't they, that stand ups chat shit. But if I leave that in, you'll know that I'm telling the truth. So my bit that I do now is I say my boyfriend says I sneeze so hard that one day I'm going to sneeze myself inside out I think if you ever sneeze yourself inside out just do a big sniff <laughs> that's a great bit that is I'm very talented really so yes yeah, so I've got this picture and I've put that up and it just doesn't go but the thing is I can't tell if something's straight or if it isn't stare at it and then I'm like is that straight or is it not and then the more I look at it the less I know if it's straight or if it's not I found that this weekend no talk about the weekend in a bit finish this bit please oh, so I did so yes I've t- I'm really excited actually for my boyfriend's like when he gets back he's gonna be like well he might not actually but if he's anything like me like when he absolutely tidied the place spotlessly so when I when I came back from Edinburgh it was so tidy I was just so happy to be in a nice tidy house so I hope that he feels the same when he comes back I just because this is how bad it's been because I've just been I don't know why I couldn't do it I just I just couldn't um like unpack my Edinburgh suitcase it's been I unpacked it today I've been back a month yeah I've literally been back a month Wow, I don't look back on Edinburgh fondly, you know. Not at all. I thought this would pass and I'd start feeling, like, excited for next year. But I'm just not at the minute at all. Like, at all. Like, passionately. Feel the passion in my pa- in my, my pants. <laughs> feel, please do not come around and feel the passion in my pants. Bloody hell. And I've written a bit of new stuff to do next week. So I was supposed to do a fucking hour in a bloody mo- oh my god. Have I have done that? I don't know. You should because you asked to do a gig in Nottingham the other day. But I don't want to go to fucking Nottingham. Hey, what's wrong with not having I'm not I'm not having an argument with you about Nottingham. I don't mind Nottingham, but at the minute I do not like travelling. Although it's one minute, so have you finished talking about about the flat yeah it's great I've put pictures on the walls tidied everything up like spruced it and if he comes home and just fucking drops something on the floor my god I will I will literally dust his face off with a duster or a grater Harriet you want to grate his face off oh I'll tell you this I've been listening to a, 
another podcast and it's great I, what I do is I listen to it whilst I'm doing a bit of housework and it it's just but just how she is well they're both great in it to be fair um it's just her stories are so funny and that's uh, another Harriet uh, Harriet Kemsley and Sunil Patel they have a podcast called why is Harriet crying and it's really funny it's yeah it's great and it's weird because a lot of what Harriet says I'm like bloody hell yeah totally feel the same about a lot of it and it's actually been really good because it's helped me some of the things she says helps me because I'm like oh I thought I was the only one was she really like I guess we're both similar though we're both proper wear our hearts on our sleeves and I think that's the problem when a lot of people don't is you often think you're on your own in feeling certain ways about things just because no one else is really talking about it. So to hear her so open about stuff and even today about her career is going great. She's just done her and her husband, Bobby Mayer, another great comedian. They've got this show on Vice called um, Harriet and Bobby Get Married. It's really funny. She set that out as well. And... Uh, and you know she's done lots of bits and bobs so to hear her say that she's sort of been struggling with gigs and stuff since she's got back from Edinburgh after you know she's had a TV show, a show went well, all that business and now like for me I sort of think of her as like up there doing brilliantly so for her to say that she's like struggling a bit coming back from Edinburgh it not fills you with hope but it's like oh well other people are going through it as well so that's good but yeah check that out it's really, it's really funny but the one that my me and my family talk about podcasts and she said about the my dad wrote a porno which is like it's one of the biggest podcasts out there at the minute isn't it and like oh, my friend says it's so funny I just can't bring myself to listen to it because maybe I will hopefully I'll prove myself wrong so the girl that's in it, Alice, I don't know her surname, um, and we'll just look at it. Hmm, she's Alice, so people know what I mean. There's two guys and a girl that know who I mean. She she used to present like a spin-off show for Big Brother and it was painful, like maybe it was the script of what she had to say, maybe it wasn't her, but I just felt like she was painful. To watch, maybe it was the old program. One of the old program was shit. Yeah, but no, it was just something about her. I just couldn't watch it. Maybe I'll give it a show, a go, because it's. I mean, it's the best. It's the best podcast at the minute. It's doing the best. So you're probably wrong. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this, I saw this, um, found out about this disorder that I never heard of today. And it is called, oh, to tell you what else I found out. Maybe Liz Dawn, as in Jack and Vera, as in Vera, in Corrie. I haven't watched Coronation Street for years, but, you know, she bloody died. And that's awful, but I thought, genuinely thought she died about 10 years ago. Maybe she came back to life and now she's died. 
That's bad though, isn't it? Because you want to be sad because she's she's a legend. I genuinely thought she died. I think I got confused with Coronation Street because she died. Well, she definitely died in Coronation Street, didn't she? Yes, she did. So, yeah. So, yeah, there's this... Uh, it's a mental health disorder and it's called depersonalisation. And it's like you... The, like, the world appears unreal as if through a haze or a fog. And sometimes other people appear in 2D. And I always say that person looks 2D, but that's because they just look a bit flat. Maybe I've got that disorder and that's why they look flat. I think some people just have flat features, do you know what I mean? But yeah, so this, so they've interviewed this woman, this article that I've read, and she's an actress. She's so she's an actress. She's used to she's used to playing like roles and projecting emotion. Yet for long stretches of her own adult life, she herself has been emotionally numb, unable to feel. Oh, and it it comes on like you have phases of like more chronic episodes than others. It is characterized by a sense of disconnect from the world around you and your own body, and is believed to start as a defense mechanism helping people to cope in periods of acute anxiety or trauma by switching off reality. It can also be triggered by drugs such as cannabis. Fucking hell, you can't even, like, love your family. Like, this is what she says. She goes, you know you you know you love your family, but you know it ac- academic, right. You know you love your family, but you know it academically rather than feeling it in the normal way. Fucking hell. So imagine that round the table at Christmas time, just like God, that would you as well. Like the pressure that you feel you have to love them, even though you just disconnect. Either you're just kind of like indifferent, but then it comes and goes. God, that's really interesting. But there's so many, and then it's only like with with science and and you know with with so much research and that being done these days that. That you even know of stuff like this. Like, imagine something like this. Like, because these things haven't just come from nowhere. Imagine, like, hundreds and hundreds of years ago feeling like that. At least once you've been told something is something, it's a bit of, like, it still sucks to have it, but still a bit of relief that it is a thing and you're not just going mad. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting. Something, oh, this, I thought it was lovely, this... I'll I'll read it to you. Story. It's great. After finding heart-wrenching note in mailbox, neighbour saves 90-year-old woman from loneliness. It has been five months since Marlene Brooks received a letter that changed her life, and since reading that letter, she has changed dozens of other lives for the better. Brooks, who lives in Park Hills, Missouri, found a letter in a mailbox from down the street back in April. The letter read... Mrs. Question mark. Would you consider being my friend? I'm 90 years old, live alone, and all my friends have passed away. I'm so lonesome and scared. Please, I pray for someone. The letter had been sent by Wanda Mills, an elderly woman who lived two houses down from 37-year-old Brooks. Upon reading the heart-wrenching note, Brooks paid a visit to the 90-year-old neighbour, and she now visits Mills four times a week. The result is now a life-changing friendship. Even though Mills now lives in a nursing home, Brooks stops by for daily visits with her kids and husband for extra company. Brooks' relationship with Mills has also spurred her to start pen pals for seniors 
an organisation dedicated to ending the isolation of lonely elders by pairing them with pen pals. Now, I think that's the best one we've had. I think I really do. I don't even think I'm going to do another one. I'm so chuffed with that one. It's like, can I think about? I didn't have my boyfriend, how look like life is lonely, especially with these, you know, spells of, you know, not believing I can go out and and just proper isolate myself from the world. And I'm not 90, and if I want to go out, I can. Like, you know, being elderly and often, like, trapped inside your own body because you're a bit too weak and old. In fact, this woman has then started this service to help elderly people. That's just, it's just brilliant. And it's an absolute blessing. Like, I don't, I don't know whether I'm particularly religious or anything, but my friend always goes, that's a good way that is, that that's happened. And, you know, like, that sort of thing. The fact that she put the letter in her post box, that's brilliant because so many people wouldn't have done that. I think if I'm old and lonely one day, I think I've said something similar with this. There's uh, like a friend of my mum's once rang a number, and by like by accident, like she, so it was like the wrong number, and the, she apologised, and the person was like, "Oh no, don't apologise. You know, I need the co- I like I'm so happy of the company." So I think that's what I do if I if I'm old and I can't walk. Or, you know, get out that much. I just, like, dial loads of random numbers and just chat to them. That's, isn't that a brilliant idea, though? Sadly, though, people don't really have house phones these days. But if you phoned loads of house phones, it would just be old people in the exact same boat. And then they all, each one just falls over against the phone. And then it's just lying there for 24 hours. So maybe that isn't the best idea. Eric, why did you have to make that morbid? It was... It was nice and thoughtful, and then I wonder if there's anything like that over here, actually. A pen pal thing. I'd be a pen pal for old people. I love writing letters. When I was at uni, I used to write a letter every week to my mum and her sister. Every week. Every week? Yeah, no, every week, I think. Every week. Harriet, stop. Do Stop it. I think that's me. Do you know what? I've only done two stories, but... I'm not going to stifle a story for the sake of it. I've read the news, a lot of it, and it's very depressing. So I'm not, I'm just, I'd rather do two good ones and quit whilst I'm ahead, to be honest. I've found another article about some, about people fucking animals. Fucking, what's wrong with the world, mama? I don't want to end on that. You end, you end on. You should end on the woman on the pen pal thing. Yeah, I might find out if that's a thing over here. And if I forget, can someone remind me? Just anyone. Let me even know you're listening. Cause this thirty thousand number. Seeing as no one's leaving a review, maybe I've just lost my mind and and the stats have gone crazy and there's not actually that many people listening. Yeah, but. I won't. I wouldn't actually want to know if that was the case because it's good that I do this because it gives me purpose. <laughs> God, Eric. Oh, it's a good thing. I'm gonna go make a curry now. I've got a real hankering, so I'm gonna go do that.
as always, cheers now. Thank you ever so much. God, I'm so much happier uh, in my new room of pictures on the walls doing this. Change the duvet. Yeah, God, it was getting it was it was getting shabby. What? Not not putting my suitcase away for a month to plan it. Oh, I wasn't ready though. I just look at it and cower. Anyway, so what? I don't know what to say, but I, I think I am quite messy. My boyfriend is very messy. He's as messy as the children. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I I couldn't tell you last time I hoovered where there wasn't actual whole pieces of popcorn and actual pieces of food on the floor. Like this is what we're talking about. So it's, it's tough. It's testing actually a lot of the time. No, but not in the scheme of things. What would you rather? That happened or not be with him? Well, that happened then obviously I'd rather find whole stakes around the house than not be with him. Even whole turkeys, even turkey giblets splattered on the walls, I'd rather that. That would be horrible. It really would. I don't think I've ever looked at giblets. Because the giblets are... Oh, because the turkey's a lady, isn't she? Oh, so it's fanny. Giblets are fanny, aren't they? Fanny of a turkey. Fuck. Does it look like... Is it like fraps and... I'm not going to Google that because I reckon, I reckon you'll get into a vortex of sorrow. But if anyone knows, let me know. Maybe I'll just... No, because turkey don't... Because back in the day, they always had giblets, didn't they? So mum would take them out. And I swear when mum and um, dad were going through a tough time, I swear mum was saying that she served in giblets. <laughs> oh dear, poor legend. Right, I'm going to go there. This has been a good one. Touch, keep listening, uh, stay safe, all the best. Thanks, thanks ever so much. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download, share, tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry, my happy. My podcast. My podcast.